The Lord thy God. I'm here today with the God Squad. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hey. How's it going? What a what a week and weekend it's been. Holy Spirit, it's great that you're back. Thank you. It's okay. I I'm back. Yeah, you you were very busy last week. <laughs> I was just reading habit. You mm-hmm. won the Georgia elections. I won the election. You uh, got Trump taken off Twitter. Yeah, but before that, I caused an insurrection. No, that wasn't you. That wasn't okay. You. That was okay. Sick. And then, and then you uh, you got Parler taken down. I got Parler wow. taken down after you I are just smiting. Very yeah. busy. Smiting. Very busy. Very busy. Booked and busy. Lots of people are fans of what you're doing. Uh, other people, not so much. But uh, <laughs> yeah, wow, what a week it's been. Um, what will this bring, week bring? <laughs> Only time will tell. We'll see. We'll see. Don't forget to subscribe to the God Pod. It's free. And then after you've fallen in love with us, join the God Pod Patreon. For five bucks a month, you gain access to an additional 90 minutes of God Pod content every week. That's an insanely good deal. Join today at patreon.com slash the God Pod. Okay, our guest today is legendary. Atheist activist, speaker, and podcaster, Matt Dillahunty. Hi, Matt. Welcome to the God Pod. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, although I'm incredibly dubious. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's kind of your thing, right? You're an advocate of skepticism. and One of the um, biggest, maybe. Yeah, you should Actually, be. I'm less big than I used to be. So You should be skeptical. Everyone should be skeptical. Think, Ask more questions. Listen to Matt. He knows what he's talking about. So tell us about yourself, Matt. How, how did you wind up becoming um, an atheist leader? Is that, is, is that a correct description of how you perceive yourself or how would you describe yourself? I almost started the reply with, oh, God, no. But then I realized who I was talking to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he admits I'm God. I think other people determine who are going to be leaders in a movement. I, I didn't get involved in any of this because I cared about notoriety or being a leader in a movement. I just it spent so many years, sorry, believing in a God and then finding out that I didn't have a good reason to believe it. And noticing that this was happening everywhere. So I just decided I was going to, I didn't, I'm not sure that I had a choice. It's like, I felt almost obligated to say, Hey, I was wrong all this time. I figured uh-huh. out how I figured out a better way to do it. And you know, I right. like because to God, God makes atheists too. Yes. Right. 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 Well, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if he makes you, anything, you were, you were born that way. You were just, you <laughs> know, born to question five years old. You were like, but why? I wish. Oh, yeah. So you believed for a long time you were going to become a minister, right? Oh, yeah. At the, around the age of five, I walked down the aisle at a revival at our church and accepted Jesus into my heart. I've since expelled him. So, Oh, no. Jesus. How do you feel about that? I'm a little hurt, but I understand. I mean, you know, you do evict somebody when they haven't contacted you or paid dues or interacted with you in any way. They wow. Just, they don't get to claim interaction. <laughs> That's true. Look, I'm sorry I haven't been in touch sooner. I apologize. Spilling but after tea. today, you'll believe in me. I forgive you. Yeah, but what about what now? What now? I mean, you've met us. So definitive proof that we exist. And I mean, Jesus is talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm sure you have lots of other questions. And I know there's so many things that you think I should answer for. Yeah, that's that's the big thing is I was actually last last night for the umpteenth time. If everything in the Bible were proved to be true. uh, Actually, man, decent. I were asked like asked this on the atheist experience yesterday. If everything in the Bible were proved to be true, would you then convert and become a Christian? And and both (laughs) of us immediately said no. So while while I'm happy to believe that the people I'm talking to right now exist, I'm not worshiping any of you. I agree. The Bible is just 
full of bullshit. And, you know, the humans wrote that. I don't claim any responsibility over that. Uh, I just found out a couple a month ago, Jesus isn't really my son. And so we're dealing with that. Was that on an episode of Maury or? We, it was actually. actually <laughs> it's actually Moses Povich. Moses Povich show. Moses Povich. We, Moses yeah. Povich. Right. right. Oh yeah. my God, you guys are awesome. Check it out. So, so yeah, <laughs> I walked down the aisle at the age of five, accepted Jesus in my heart, was, was a Christian for all, a great many years. Um, up until I was actually nearly 30 or, or maybe over 30, 31. And uh, when I figured out that I couldn't continue believing that, I had to run around and ask the other people why they hadn't changed their mind too. Cause they had all the, the same access to the same information I did. And I still don't have an answer. I, maybe you can answer it, God. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's easier for them to uh, believe what they've always believed, you know? And when you admit that you're wrong, you were wrong, you know, maybe in their heart of their hearts, they know that, you know, my existence is dubious as, at best. But um, they, you know, how, how do you admit that you were wrong your whole life and that your parents lied to you and that the world lied to you? It's, isn't it just easier to just stick your head in the sand? Yes. Yes, it is. And that's, that's one of the frustrating things for me because, like, even just the other day, granted, I shouldn't be bringing up Twitter since Twitter's a hot mess covered in, you know, butter and deep fat fried and then so it's tasty with it. No, no, no. Cause <laughs> I wanted to cover that with a big, I'm getting some of that Twitter, like, like a turd sauce or something to put over the top. Oh, of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was getting to the gross, but it's, I, I watched people and literally someone told me the other day that they knew what the best course of action was, but they were going to continue with their other course of action. Hmm. And I've also had people tell me they know they don't have a good reason to believe, but they're going to keep right on believing anyway. And that just yeah. proves that they don't believe. What they believe in is something right. that Dennett pointed out a decade ago is they believe in belief. They believe mm -hmm. in a profession of belief. And using it as an excuse to do whatever they really want to do. Yeah. And I don't want to make it sound like that's the way every believer is, but it's that's no, 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 no. There are plenty There's of a, sincere believers. Yeah. You know, there's so many good people out there. I was just thinking about this today. There's so many good people and, you know, there's just. Just bad apples, right? But they're so loud and obnoxious. For some reason you're not doing anything about that. I, I'm I'm busy tweeting and podcasting. I, I, I'm doing, I feel you. I I'm doing everything I can. I, you know, I can't get to all the emails either. My powers aren't what they once were. You know, I used to be able to like <laughs> almost beat a guy in wrestling, and now <laughs> I'm definitely not wrestling anyone. <laughs> But uh, so, you know, what made you stop believing in me? It was just, was it reading the Bible? That, that was the start of it. Right. Actually, one of, one of the first things that happened is uh, El Elisha and the, and the curse of the three bears. Uh, I remember reading an <laughs> atheist uh, kind of dissertation on that story. And I was like, well, that's not right. That's not right. That's not what the Bible says. That's not wait, what wait, wait, wait. Just, just for those who maybe, maybe don't know that story. Can you give us the quick synopsis of that story sure elisha the prophet of god shows up in a town and is mocked by a bunch of well there are some people who want to say they're like crips or bloods you know there's a gang thing here going but it, the bible says children or young people and they say go go up thou bald head um which by the way is a significant insult at that time being bald you know i, I wanted to check this with you too because my grandpa told me that the lord made a few perfect heads and the rest of them he covered with hair is that Kind of the model. <laughs> Are you saying this because maybe you know someone who is bald, or I know someone who intentionally shaves their head in order to hide the fact that they don't have quite as much hair as they should. Mm -hmm. But all I know <laughs> okay. is so that, 
those children, uh, those young people, that vicious gang of name yeah, callers. Those rude little bastards. It's okay. Yes. They said, go up that bald head, and Elijah turned around and cursed them in the name of God. Uh-huh. And some she-bears came forth from the woods and ripped the those children to pieces. How many children was it again? Like 42 children? Yes. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, 42. Yes. So, I mean, here's the thing. Alicia was my dog, right? And I, those kids, very rude. And so, you know, all I'm saying is if anybody ever bullies you, I've got your back. You know, I can send some bears on your account, too, if you want. Just say it. Because, first of all, I don't think bears are as mean as people. I, I think we're disparaging bears. <laughs> yeah, why I is literally... it important that they note they're she-bears? Okay, because, what, bitches be crazy or something? <laughs> why has it, it got to be she-bears, though? I, yeah. Um, you know, the, the sexism. It's, I, watched, it's everywhere. I watched a Russian guy the other day who has a bear as a pet, sticks his hand right into the, the bear's mouth and plays and wrestles. Aww. And I look at it and I'm like, you're nuts, but evidently that's not a she-bear. Okay. Oh, all right. So there's something to this. I don't know. That story made you stop believing. Now, that story was the thing that made me start questioning what I believed. <laughs> um, because I was like, hang on. First of all, that doesn't make sense. But the bigger what? issue for me was that I remembered the story, but I remembered it wrong. And then I started looking at how many other stories from the Bible I remembered. Now, I'd been involved in the church. I'd read the Bible multiple times. I'd taught it. I had preached it, even though I wasn't an active uh, permanent preacher. I have spoken from the pulpit in churches. Um, It didn't make sense to me that I could know this much about the Bible and have an atheist tell me the story. And I'd be like, no, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. And then when I'd go look, Mm -hmm. the atheists were right. Mm-hmm. I had misremembered. I had mm-hmm. painted your brain, it. Your brain, tainted by magical thinking yep. since childhood, had glossed over the the shady parts. Yes. And <laughs> that was eye-opening. And then when I when I evaluated it, yeah. tried to evaluate it all as fairly as I could, because um, we're all going to make mistakes and, and be biased, uh, you, uh, or the person you're representing, what? failed to provide any evidence or whoa, clarification. Whoa. And so I said, piss off. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, it seems like you harbor a little ill will resentment, but that's okay. Um, uh, Do I exist? It's okay. You can tell me if I don't. Uh, Well, whoever I'm speaking to exists. um, There you go. (laughs) Now, if you you want to prove you're divine, Uh I'm I'm ready for you to do that. Okay. So you want money. Is that it? (laughs) That's what humans always want money. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, so join Matt's Patreon. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> join our Patreon. Anyway, um, that, that would be so- a miracle if if we like did this and you managed to double my Patreon subscribers overnight. <laughs> well, you have you have more than us um, <laughs> by like forty. So what are what, who are some of your heroes? I want to start asking this question. I uh, see this sucks because I stopped having heroes. I'm I'm mm. usually not starstruck occasionally i have been like i thought i was never going to be starstruck again because i've mm, i've met people who are famous and some of them yeah these days yeah you know not everybody worth. everybody everybody why is it everybody yeah it's not me it's not you but everybody else yeah it's it's kind of the way it was going as i was looking at it i thought i would never be starstruck again and then um right around the street from me is illuminati world headquarters which <laughs> is steve jackson games uh, they produced, they were actually raided by the FBI for uh, some of their games years ago. But he creates games, and it was his games, uh, in particular things like 
uh, Car Wars and Munchkin and, and others, uh, uh, Illuminati and Hacker, showed me that games could be more than Monopoly. Now, I'm a huge gamer. I have a massive board game collection and stuff. And, but I figured if I walk over there and Steve's there, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, it's Steve Jackson because I don't get starstruck. And mm-hmm. we, we went over there. <laughs> And Steve pulls up, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Steve Jackson. See, because inside every human, there's a little kid that's just, you know, that that is still hoping and dreaming and enjoys games. And Oh, that's wonderful. See, see, you're not as skeptical and jaded as as you think, right? Oh, I don't think I'm I'm jaded. I'm skeptical. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm, jaded. I, 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 I throw these words around, you know, skeptical, jaded. They're not the same thing. I hope to never get into a debate with you. I know that much. You're very famous I, for being a good debater. I put right? that on my resume, like God's afraid to debate me. Yeah, oh, of course, <laughs> because at the end of that debate, I would cease to exist. Oh, my. That's that's just not even fair that I have that much power. Why did you give me that much power? <laughs> because I knew you would use it wisely. Ah, there you go. Well so, played. You're, you're safe for today. What's it like navigating life as an atheist? You know, you know there, there are heartbreaks in life. And and Christians, religious people think, well, you need God, you need Jesus to coddle you through those things. Well, have you found that to be the case? Well, I used to think it was, and then I realized it wasn't. That um, unfortunately, religious or religious groups like Christianity, have not not just it's been said before that religions poison you and then offer you the cure. Yeah, but that's not what happens. Is they convince you you're poisoned when you're not, and then they offer you the homeopathic <sighs> remedy. It's all smoke and mirrors all the way down, but we buy into it because we are compassionate. We're empathetic. And so I've had, you know, there's plenty, I haven't had nearly as much difficulty as other people have, but difficulties do come along. And I've since giving up religion, I've never once even wished that I could reach out to a God. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather take responsibility for my own life and try to fix it and work together with other human beings to make the world better. Uh, I appreciate like, that so much because I've got so much on my plate already. And it's like, you know, that's the way you should be. God helps those who help themselves, right? Which is basically like, leave God alone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How did you, when you became atheist, did you find that your, your uh, ability to think improved once that magical thinking was gone? To, to some extent. I keep pointing out that religious belief isn't mental illness and religiosity isn't determined by IQ. It's not like my IQ went up. No, uh, but, but it's but, like you had a brain cloud, like right. just a fog. Colloquially, I'm smarter and I'm able to think more clearly because I don't have that baggage in my head. Right. Yeah. The illogical, just nonsense, uh, clouding up your thinking. Right. Um, so what are your, what are some of your hopes for 2021? To survive. <laughs> good, good good i mean i i don't know if you're paying attention but you know the president of the united states just incited an insurrection yes the i can't we're, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it okay. we, gotta, we, we gotta bang through these questions because I'll, st- I'll stay away from the news and i will give you the, the answers to these questions what i'm looking for in 2021 yes is actually uh surviving making through it yeah but i'm I optimistic mean, that we start correcting yeah how about science though coming through in the clutch and, you know, I, I I just want to say I don't want any of the credit for the vaccine because I had nothing to do with it. It was all the scientists and the researchers and thank them and the and the doctors and the nurses and the frontline workers. Please, no one thank me. 
I, I think, if anything, we're to blame. Didn't you make them? No, 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 a hero or an asshole. It seems like or somewhere in between. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I take no credit for any of that because if I take credit for them, then I got to take credit for Trump and no. Yes. That's, that's the problem <laughs> that's with taking credit slow. is that you also have to take responsibility. <laughs> I wash my hands of all of it. Uh, <laughs> that's the beauty of, of a, a worldview that is free of a God. I get to take credit for what I do and I get to take hmm. responsibility for what I do, which helps to make me a better person trying to avoid that responsibility by correcting behavior uh, rather than shirking it off on somebody else. Yeah. And doesn't it feel good to do good because it's good instead of like doing it because you'll go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> The voice of God has put me in stunned silence for just a moment. But yes, I agree with you. <laughs> Sorry, I I thought that would be funny. Okay, so we we have some questions for for you from our loyal loyal patrons who are known as heathens. Um, Sweet, Militant Funk asks, uh, Matt, do you think it's just an off button? And have you ever done DMT? I I don't understand this question. <laughs> But I don't know well, if you, I understand I don't know the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever <laughs> the answer to the second half is no? Okay. But I have done LSD and shrooms and hey, I can't uh, wait to do them again. I agree. Well, the shrooms. Well, I, I'd love to do acid again, but I don't have 14 hours to kill ever. So <laughs> <I know. laughs> right. Matt Dilhunty does acid on Twitter. Um <laughs> next question. Shaolin asks. Uh, Matt, do you think organized religion will ever go away? Will ever go away? Sure, with the heat death of the universe. Not <laughs> <laughs> ah, true, true. How long, in your opinion, before a candidate for president of the U.S. can come out as openly atheist without affecting their chances of getting elected? Well, without it affecting the chance, that'll never happen. It yeah. will always affect their chances right, right, of getting right, right. elected. But to, to tell you with the spirit of what that person was asking, right. I would have given a different answer pre-Trump. Hmm. I would have said 20 to 30 years pre-Trump, but we've had a massive reset button on what's going to happen in the United States, hmm. where is as recently as a month ago, I was not prepared to rule out the notion that civil war was likely. I don't think how likely, I mean, maybe just in the smaller percentage of not completely outside the picture of likely, but what that's done is it's, put us at odds to we are more, I don't think we're more divided than we've ever been. I think we are recognizing how precisely divided we are. Exactly. Yes. The, you know, there's, there's like, we're, we're exactly half divided between people who give a shit and want to vote and people who don't give a shit and don't vote. And then of the people who vote, those are almost exactly divided. And it's not just, you know, okay, yes, California is going to be really blue and um, well, Alabama is going to be really red. Uh, hooray. But that's still, you're looking at 52%, 54%, 55%. That terrifies me. Yeah. The battle continues. Uh, the struggle goes on. But how about that Georgia turning blue, huh? Well done. I I, I hear I, I owe the Holy Spirit a little credit for <laughs> helping that along. Definitely. You're sort of known for being a good debater. Have you ever thought of running for office, Matt? I will not run for office. Okay. Well, well, all right. Well, that's fine. You don't, you don't it, need to say it. I don't know much. <laughs> Me either. So, so first of all, there are very few offices that I would consider myself qualified to hold. 
I would do a better job than some of the people there, but that's setting an incredibly low bar. Uh, I want the people who are qualified and in there. I'm more of use helping those people along the way and maybe steering or guiding. The other thing exactly. is I've done just, just like me, so just much. like me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> May, I, I am the God that I, that doesn't reveal itself. I'm a touchstone. You know, you can pray. Um, I almost definitely won't answer because yeah. I get so many emails, but you know, I'm there. Oh my gosh. We, we started receiving postcards with prayers on them to the show that I answered. On, you're, you're right. <laughs> I'm turning into you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Lord, uh, Lord Bacon 25th, the 25th, Lord Bacon 25. It's in Roman numerals, XXV. That's 25, right? Asks, what is Matt's take on televangelists like Joel Osteen? Well, it's kind of hard to have a take. I mean, I'll tell you this, my mom, who's a not so crazy Christian, doesn't think Joel Osteen's a Christian because he doesn't talk about Jesus. Uh-huh. I find Joel Osteen to be a leech on society, but <clears throat> as long as there are people who want to hear him and want to pay to hear him, okay, cool. I think Joel Osteen is probably doing less harm um, with his vague, nonsensical quasi-Christianity mm-hmm. than these people who are, you know, like, anti-woman, anti Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, on the spectrum of evil, like, he he rides the line somewhere. He, he's very clever, right? But he gets the most money. <laughs> he gets the most yeah. money. Have you seen his house? Well, um, I went to tour the church, and they were so proud to tell us that he doesn't take a penny in salary. And I'm like, well, of course he doesn't. He just uses this as a way to sell his books and get donations that yeah. way. Why would you take a salary? Mm. And then you got to pay tax. Um. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't open the doors if it's if there's a flood or right. uh, anything else. I hope they make a character like him on Righteous Gemstones. So where can our listeners follow your good work? Oh, my gosh. Just Google my name. You'll find it. I would direct you to mattdeloney.com, but it's actually down now as we're transitioning it. But you can find me at patreon.com slash atheist debates. And on YouTube, uh, the, my account name is Sans Deity. But if you Google Matt Deloney, you'll, you'll find me on YouTube. Nice. Uh, and on Twitter, you know, Matt underscore Delaney. Show yeah. up at my Twitch sometime. There's a link to everything. Oh, you've got a Twitch now too? I've been streaming. I've, so I'm an old That's school big. gamer. That's where I ran at. the number one. I ran the number one Counter-Strike team in the world for years. And I've been streaming <gasps> wow. on Twitch for like six years. Yeah. Wow. So you've Very been cool. like training in video game form for the Civil War that's coming. Yes, yes. Okay, I, good. I, but I was also in the military for eight years, so I have actual training that oh, I help as cool. well. Oh, cool. Wow. I, what, what, what did you do in the military? I was in the U.S. Navy. I started off a nuclear power program and uh, got kicked out of that for uh, oversleeping and ended <laughs> up as a bosun's mate uh, on an aircraft carrier and with the CBs for about eight and a half years. Cool. Well, if I was ever in the military, I would certainly get um, kicked down for oversleeping, too. <laughs> I know that much. All right. You've been asleep since the dawn of creation. <laughs> yeah, I love to sleep for like thousands of years. We're going to read our performance review and then we'll do some goddamn news. Is that okay, Matt? Perfect. It's time for the part of the show where we read our reviews. Vanessa gave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. She said, Divine laughter. The God Squad are here to answer the questions your teachers at school avoided answering, including why does the Almighty allow so much evil in the world, or how can the Holy Trinity be three in one? All while providing updates on what those awful humans have been up to this week. Absolutely, hilariously divine. Nice. So nice. And accurate. Very accurate. Mm -hmm. Sure. I don't feel like we've answered anything really, but... Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> we we're try. getting, we're getting, we're building up to it. 
Okay. Um, so J Rob 74 also gave us five stars on Apple podcast and J Rob 74 said, you have saved my soul. Thanks to this podcast. I have not had a complete mental breakdown. They never fail to make me laugh. Even on the darkest of days, I appreciate the time God, Jesus, Moses, and the Holy Spirit take to make us misguided human smile and the smiting of the evildoers. Got to love the sacrilegious humor. Sorry, there's a squiggly line under sacrilegious. I don't think that's how it's spelled or a word. Thanks, God. Nice. That was really nice. That was also wonderful. Love that. Um. Uh, we saved them from a complete mental breakdown. No pressure. <laughs> and we also um, saved their soul. Yeah. I, that's uh, that's small fish, though. Yeah, We're in yeah. the business. <laughs> well, thanks for your reviews, humans. Remember, if you write us a review, we will read it. Just visit ratethispodcast.com slash thegodpod. All right. It's time for the goddamn news. <laughs> Okay, so so get this, get this, holy. We um, we were there on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Holy we were recording shit. from two to three p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. That was the exact time that this attack, these attackers, these terrorists breached the Capitol. So we, the entire time, were just like live reacting to that, and it was insane. And along the way, we sort of discovered that um, we enjoyed it more, and the f- audience enjoyed listening to it. Not more. the chaos, just but just to not make the that chaos, clear. but just, but just, but just sure. no, yeah, no. But they, you know, just not this like rote reading of headlines, and just sort of more of just reacting in the moment, and just just a free form discussion about everything that's happened. Okay, like where where do you want to begin? I mean, My Trump, the president tried to get. Um, the vice president killed. Yeah. And all, all of Congress. That's one thing. Yeah. And then he lost his Twitter account. I mean, pff, we have it. It's just, it's, it's insane. Oof. I think, yeah. Um, it's, it, he really did try. You forget that. I mean, at least it didn't hit me while I was watching it play out in the news, which I was watching it play out in real time, that he really was trying to get Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi and like half yeah. of the house killed. Yeah. Yeah. And I and then all of this other footage comes out, like them watching the crowds gather be- beforehand, like the Trump family. That was chilling with Gloria playing in the background. And then. The, yeah. Oh, and the, the dancing. Ugh. Yes. Like what? The yeah. Cocaine. Everything. So much cocaine. It makes sense. I saw someone say on Twitter, like, of course they get hyped to Gloria. Like they're stuck in 1983 and they're yeah. just, <laughs> just so much While cocaine. The, and complaining about 1984. And complaining and about 1984. <laughs> it's just, That's good. it's crazy. I mean, what a week. What a, what a week. It, it's, yeah. it, I, I, this week cannot be as crazy as last week. It just can't. It's a, it's a, you know, it's the whole, uh, yeah, what could go wrong? And then it, in the movies, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then mean, you look to the camera yeah. and go, Whoop, and then things go wrong. So don't do that again. Humans make plans. I laugh and I'm aghast. Um, but yeah, exactly. It took several days to absorb. Like we're still absorbing everything that happened. All the videos, um, the fact that like Trump's speech, like what he did that day, he f- he helped plan this rally. Of all these people there, he paid for it. 
He gave a huge speech where he used all kinds of violent language. He said he was walking to the Capitol with them. He he 100% incited them to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if the FBI actually did, or sorry, uh, uh, his security team actually would have let him walk with them to the Capitol? Oh, he would never do it, right? But, and then they did it. And then after the fact, he said, you know, go home. He let them do it for uh, an hour and a half. Um, someone uh, in the National Guard, like the National Guard was kept away for an hour and a half, just enough time for them to do this. He didn't want the National Guard to come in. Really? He had to be talked into it. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that, that like an actual report of what hit, really? Yeah, they had to beg him. I can't be the only one that read this. He, he yeah, so he, did, he denied it at first. He refused, correct? He was loving it. Yeah, yeah and he, he was, was enthusiastic like and we he was excited. Yeah, because he wanted to kill them all. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like, and then afterward, he put out a video saying, "Go home. We love you. You're very special. We know how you feel." Mm-hmm. He told them that he loves them and good night. And then four of his people died. Four of the attackers died. A police officer died the next day. And all of a sudden, the tone changed a bit, right? After the police officer. Mm. Then all of a sudden, all the rats were jumping the rat ship. And Trump got banned off Twitter. Yeah. Like, am I remembering the sequence of events right? Parlor's done. And I'm curious, Matt, uh, were were you watching this live or do you remember hearing about this happening? In real time, I remember hearing about most of the stuff. I, be, I was glued yeah. to the news, and we ended yeah, up right. doing a, a show afterwards. The thing that shocked me was, I, I want to know more. I haven't heard enough about the insider who said that while they were storming the Capitol, Trump was actually gleeful. Yes, yeah, a, a, and I don't know why. So there's so many things that we should be focused on. There are people who who want to look at this as if, look, these were American citizens who thought they were being patriotic. They were perhaps misled and misinformed, and their protest just got a little out of hand. Uh, and then there are other people on on my side, but maybe a little further out than me, that are like, this is the first time the Capitol has been taken since the War of 1812. Hang on. I agree with you that this is a violent breach, that it's despicable, that these people are attempting an insurrection and, and traitorous. And that, don't exaggerate the truth. You don't need And that to. we shouldn't excuse yeah. them just because they're idiots, just because their plan had no chance of coming to fruition. I agree with all that. Right. But this wasn't like it was a hostile takeover from some other government. So I understand there are people who are going to sit there and go, oh, well, maybe it's not all that bad. It is all that bad. We right. have to yeah. make it clear to people that while this wasn't the, going to result, this was attempted murder by a bunch of buffoons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like the president tried to kill the vice president and the entire Congress because they were all there. There were people with bombs, um, hand ties to take hostages. They had, they had built a working gallows outside with a noose. They were chanting, hang Mike Pence. They, if they had succeeded and killed them all, he would be giddily declaring that he's president for life. (laughs) Did <laughs> you put it past him? And I think everybody is still in shock. But yeah, there's people now who are trying to be like, well, it's time for peace and unity. Yes, I was there at the attack and I wanted, you know, they wanted to hang Mike Pence. And now they're calling for peace and unity while deleting all their social media. It's so strange that these are the same. I watched the the, the guy who found out at the airport that he'd been put on the no fly list. Right. Just throwing yeah. a little oh fit. And I'm like, aren't you the same fuck your feelings crowd that we've been having yeah. to? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they sure are snowflakes. Yeah. And there's not a single one of these people 
who, like, if you read the police reports, who once they get arrested, don't break down crying like little bitches! And, or, or a toddler screaming and, and, and kicking and screaming and crying like, like children. Because that's basically what they are. Like, mentally and emotionally. And mm-hmm. uh, the people, the pictures, like there was people dressed in, in military uniforms. There were people um, dressed as, there was the one guy dressed as like a shaman. Um, remember him? He's uh, like, he, that's, like by the way, that's horns. the QAnon shaman, which if you spell it out and do it shaman Q, there were people yeah. who were confusing that with Shannon Q, who's my co-host on Atheist Experience. <laughs> oh, I was like, no, nah, that ain't Shannon. <laughs> and then there was also like grandparents there looking for the gift shop. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember that. <laughs> they picked the wrong day. I mean, but that's the effect of Fox news and, and OAN and Newsmax and Sean Hannity and all these people like the, I, I, I believe in free speech. Yeah. Right. I just feel like there has to be something to stop the, just spreading these people pretending they're journalists and then spreading nothing but these lies that incite people to terrorism. I think there used to be a word for it, you know, or a term for a newspaper telling lies to start a war. Yeah. So why is that okay now? I don't get it. it I think it's incredibly dangerous. See, this is what everybody's afraid of. Like, I have friends that are free speech absolutists who think that I'm one and I'm not. I recognize there need to be, you know, limits, but I'm those limits need to be very, very tiny and very, very much in the extreme. The, the better solution to bad ideas is countering them publicly. However, I'm not the slightest right. bit upset that Trump has been kicked off of his social media. I yeah. think that's what needs to happen because this was somebody who was essentially calling for violent overthrow of the government, even if he was couching it in, you know, come on now, let's, you know, it's, it's, and that's so, just so cowardly. I would have much more respect for someone who is like, let's violently overthrow the government. Yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah, he's this. Well, he's very good, I mean, but if it doesn't work, I'd rather not go to prison. I read, I read this like huge thread on it by Seth Abramson, right? It broke it down like the language word by word. And it's brilliant in the way that he's telling them what to do, but it's all coded language or it's evil. And the problem yeah, is you don't get to right. both just come out and say what you mean. You don't get to both say that he's an idiot and say that he's coding messages. So now, now we have to explain how what he's actually doing is not intentionally coding messages, but no, you're right. He's not in, in the in, in intuitive coding of messages that we all do. The double speak that every one of us is capable of doing when we want to get a message across, but we don't want to bear the consequences of actually saying it and appearing to be awful. They're very good at writing these these propaganda speeches i'll give them that they sure invoke you a lot yeah i hate that that's why we have this podcast happy to help correct this free speech issue i saw today angela merkel the chancellor of germany is um worried that suspending trump was going too far you know and the right is seizing upon that oh angela merkel oh yep she's on our side Yeah, thanks germany we really appreciate your help Uh, yeah i don't know if we should be listening to the chancellor anyway um, I just think that, uh, you know, I see her point. I see their point, but what about, and I'm so glad you're here because this has been on my mind this weekend. I've read about this philosopher, Karl Popper, who talked about the paradox of tolerance. You're familiar with this, right, Matt? Passingly. Yeah. So after world war II, he postulated that a tolerant society, a democracy, 
cannot tolerate fascism. And the reason for that is uh, fascists exploit the tools and mechanisms of a tolerant society to take over that society and make it intolerant and eliminate tolerance and kill people. And so therefore, it's a paradox that a tolerant society, the one thing they cannot tolerate is this intolerance, is fascism. And I think we're seeing that play out with Trump getting banned and Parler getting banned. I mean, they can still, they can, they can complain that they don't have free speech, but it's not true. They can still go on Twitter. Uh, some They can still go on any number of services. They can write a newspaper. They can start their own thing. But you're shit out of luck. Sorry. The tolerant society has rejected you. You know, like, there are certain lines that just cannot be crossed. And it's amazing that it took Twitter this long, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this because in my head, a tolerant society, the only requirement is that you be tolerant of it anything that doesn't directly threaten that very tolerance. And so Popper's idea here is that it's fascism uh, that that is the one thing that threatens it. And I, I would argue that perhaps it's more than fascism, but that it right. could be the case that anything that threatens the baseline and uh, baseline tolerance should still fit under the fascist umbrella. But I'm, I'm worried that I'm worried that we're all lazy and stupid and nobody really truly understands what fascism is. And if we keep throwing around the term fascism, instead of calling out what the specific threat is by labeling Mm. this, uh, this specific threat as just fascist, it seems like it's easy Mm. for many people to shrug it off as no, that's not what it is. Just like if we're, if we're Mm -hmm. calling people Nazis, when the truth is there are are essentially no real Nazis left as far as the political thing goes. Mm -hmm. And that couldn't matter less because there are people with, Nazi-esque, neo-Nazi ideas taking action. He was doing it because he was describing what happened in, in Germany, right? obviously. But but you're right. Uh, and how would you describe what's happening then? You know, not using these words that can be, you know, your sheep, your sheep. You know, they, they love, the, the right wing loves to use the word fascist. They love all these things too. So it, you're right, it kind of gets lost. Yeah in translation sometimes. I don't know what the solution is, wouldn't pretend to, but uh, apart from continuing education. How would you describe them? Terrorists? I, I mean, we. I think everybody's like, don't call them protesters. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. I mean, there, there were there were protesters there, but the people we're objecting to, are we are not objecting to the protesters. We are objecting to the riotous, violent thugs who, who, because of direction from the president and others and misinformation from the media and social media and bad actors, they stormed the Capitol, broke stuff, and had we had our elected representatives hiding under tables for two and a half hours. And by the way, there's a body count of five. Yeah. yeah. And they took down the U.S. flag and raised the Trump flag. And they moved the, took the podiums. They stole a laptop. What government secrets might be on a laptop? That This is not a trivial thing here. We had people die. People were hiding under tables. And government property that we don't know the, the, severity, the, the significance of was stolen. If if I told you, if I told anybody on the planet two weeks ago, 20 unidentified individuals broke into the U.S. Capitol through windows, uh, ransacked the place. Uh, fortunately, nobody was hurt, but they did steal a laptop. Everyone would want all 20 of those individuals found, identified, prosecuted, convicted, and jailed. Yeah. Right. And yet when it happens in addition, in, in alongside a legitimate protest, all of a sudden people want to downplay it. 
I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, there's this, right. there's this tendency when it's white people that they're like, oh, those are protesters. Oh, give them a little slap on the wrist. Oh, 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 oh. There's this innate mm-hmm. institutional societal racism. We did it. We did it during okay. Katrina. Yeah, it's, and it plays out over and over again. During Katrina, when people were looting, you know, if, if people were, were taking loaves of bread that were going to, you know, go stale or whatever else. Exactly. If it's white people doing it, oh, look, they're doing what they need to survive. And if it's black people doing it, they were looting. Stealing stealing bread to feed your family, that old chestnut. Exactly. Right. And, and the way that they treated Black Lives Matter protesters versus the way that these people got right. treated. There, I've seen videos of there were police waving them in. Come on, come on, come on, opening the gates. And there was videos right. of some of the police taking selfies yeah. with uh, the rioters while others were, were fighting back and giving their lives, giving their lives. Mm-hmm. I, I, saw, I saw an article just today from the New York Post. So infuriating. They're like, oh, by the way, left uh, that officer that died. He's a Trump supporter. So, you know, you're not you don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about that left. And it's like. Yes, we do. Why? Why wouldn't we? What? What does it matter? Who gives a shit? Like the way that they try yeah. to deflect from what happened, and and put the focus back. The left is evil, and and you know, yes. Yeah, so that makes the total number of people dead was five Trump supporters. There, there were five people who died. One of them was a uh, a Capitol police officer. Yeah, and that what I'm saying is they're saying, but he was a Trump supporter. So this shows that not all Trump supporters are evil. No one said that, you know. Like I don't care if he voted for Trump. People, he wasn't he yeah. wasn't there storming the Capitol. He was there in his capacity yeah. as an officer. And a lot of these people, so they've gone home, they're getting arrested wherever the bump fuck they're from. So far, Arkansas and Florida are weighing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas man, Arkansas man, you sat there at her desk and put your feet up while Florida man stormed around with oh, her lectern. Hold my hold my beer. But <laughs> you are my people. <laughs> And we're loving watching the videos of them getting pulled off the airplanes and arrested in airports. There's a montage of this happening to the tune Layla from Goodfellas, right? <laughs> Love it. But these people, it's heartening to know that a lot of the friends and family of these people were terrified that, and wanted them, were, were scared that, of how radicalized they are. So, there, yeah, there's, there's millions. Yeah. You know, you could say, oh, my, no, oh, there's 75. They want you to think there's 75 million lunatics just like this that's not the case that's not the case they're really good um, at you do wonder how many there are though they're really good at deflecting all of this we don't know how many there are yeah but also think about the fact that two million we have we're setting record new numbers of cases of covid and deaths and average deaths by day and, and they and, didn't care about any of that but nobody's yeah. talking about it because all we can talk yeah. about is the president yeah. staged insurrection and the fact that the overwhelming majority of republicans were complicit everybody mm-hmm. knows that what, what's the point like Biden, there's nine days left in this nightmare roller coaster, right? And when Biden becomes president, then we can talk about, you know, doing something to fix the situation. But yeah, I, it's it, it feels wrong to go a single day and not mention that four thousand people died today. You know, they never cared. Like they never cared. Trump, Trump, he was willing to kill all of Congress and Pence. To save his skin, he was yeah. willing to kill every American, including his own supporters, because he thought it would help him win the election. Like, he would kill mm-hmm. anyone, anyone, at any time, if he thought it would keep him 
in power and out of prison. Did anybody else wonder if if Pence actually might be up for Code Twenty Five in light of everything that happened? If if it was ever going to happen, it should have been. Oh, are this we calling week it Code Twenty Five now? Well, I don't know. How do you call? What do you call it? The Twenty <laughs> Fifth Amendment. Amendment. Code Twenty Five. No, but how do you make it a verb? How how do you how do you Twenty Five? You, you know, you gotta, God, I think they are going to Twenty Fifth him for this Trump. Policy. There you go. I'm calling it Trump like Gazi now. It was also reported that uh, Trump never called Pence when the Capitol was Oh, no, they haven't spoken attack. since this happened. Um, yeah, and Pence yeah. is very it's, hurt. He's actually considering, you know, supporting all of this. He, he asked Mother whether or not he could invoke the 25th. <laughs> <laughs> you look at these pictures. You look, there's a picture of him, like, there's so many pictures of him, just, like, staring at Trump with, like, love in his eyes. and his, Right, right. And you're just like, God. Damn, Trump did him dirty. <laughs> like this, this is this is. <laughs> who saw this coming? You know, it, it just it, it could, he would have been fine if Trump had just like gone. Okay, I lost and gone along with it. He would have a lifetime salary, a presidential library, Secret Service protection for the rest of his life, all that shit. Every everything he did, Biden would have let it slide probably. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. he's in danger of losing that. If he gets because if he gets impeached, he loses his uh, presidential salary, traveling expenses, Secret Service protection, everything. Yes. Right, and right. will not be able to. Run <laughs> you for love office. to. You, God, I'm praying for that. Yeah. And he won't be able to run for office again, which is that's the primary yes, reason. Most I'm doing importantly, it, but- most importantly, exactly. These Republican senators who all fancy themselves as the next uh, standard bearer, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz. They have a chance to get rid of their biggest opponent by voting for him. So you know they will. Just you know, it's a this is the time where they're all going to bury knives in Caesar's back. Yeah, and they just announced uh, that the House will meet uh, Wednesday morning to go through the process. Why the fuck are they waiting? Yeah, exactly. Could have done this Saturday or Friday. Right. They can so they can actually finish the impeachment of Trump and the legal repercussions of that. After he leaves office, because yes. I think there's some confusion. Yes. There. So okay, so cause people are like, "Well, why are they taking so long?" Because you know they have to do things in a certain order. But it, I didn't realize that. So the Democrats can take over the Senate and Congress and still complete this impeachment trial of Trump. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And cool. I also, I wouldn't worry about the presidential library. Uh, my favorite <laughs> joke of the week was that Twitter deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, I just, I, did anybody else spend like all weekend just processing that Trump's Twitter was deleted? No. Ah, it's truly a new day. Just for years we've been dealing with with his nonsense on Twitter and now it's gone. It's 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 surreal. He's been terrorizing all of your hearts and minds at any moment of the day for four fucking years longer, longer than that. Just think about yeah, that. Not me. And he's gone. Uh, I didn't follow his ass. I only had to hear about it when the news mentioned his Twitter. Which was enough. <laughs> I didn't follow him either. Yeah. But, that was, it but was you, can't, you, you could not escape. You could not escape this mm-hmm. reign of terror. Yeah. And he was threatening people like, I could destroy your network with one tweet. All of this stuff. I think it's like an episode of Black Mirror. Um, and yeah. this, is the, this is the happy ending where he's And it deleted. was a good... <laughs> And it was a good call to ban him permanently instead of two weeks like Facebook is doing for now because 
after he's out of office, Ooh. he's gonna con- he would have continued to stir up his supporters. Yeah, and there would have been more protests. So and two more weeks. Awful Actually, happening. they said it was two weeks, maybe permanent. I doubt they're gonna yeah. let him back. So we'll see point. what they do. Yeah, uh, YouTube is still okay. letting him post videos. YouTube's the only one that is still yeah. allowing this. It's interesting. You know what's funny? As I as I thought about, did you ever th- did you allow like just imagine that you had eighty five million followers. And all of your steam and your whole life was wrapped up in that. <laughs> it's just gone. Did you, oh, poor Trump. <laughs> oh, I. it's just, I. Uh, it's just so wonderful. I love it. I mean, imagine just like the physical withdrawal from Twitter and the serotonin that comes from making a post. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, there's so many Twitter other fun Twitter was his stories. best friend, and it's gone. <laughs> his best friend is gone Do you think he's forever. just, like, writing on napkins now? <laughs> yeah, Send yeah. this to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Filling up his notes app on the phone. <laughs> there's so many fun <laughs> things that have happened. Uh, well, amidst the horrible things. Like, well, yeah. this is not, okay, this is a bad segue, but some of these headlines, I'm sorry, this is ironically funny. Rioter, there was a rioter who was killed in the Capitol who was wearing, who was killed in a stampede. And this person was wearing a shirt that said, don't tread on me. They had the don't tread on me flag on the shirt. He tried to tell them. That's just ironic as hell. Guess nobody was reading the, the flag. But we will not laugh, even though inside we may be laughing uproariously. Okay. Of course. And then there was another guy that tased himself in the dick. Did you hear about yes. that? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Love that. Love that. I heard he was trying to steal a painting, and I want to know which painting was worth tasing yourself to death in the genitals. Yeah. So good luck with the whole Civil War. <laughs> they were basically all just filmed their confessions and posted them online. We did break down the um, Nancy Pelosi's office door, and uh, somebody stole her gavel. And uh, took a picture sitting in the chair, flipping off the camera, the and that was on Fox <laughs> News. Uh, Patriots got down on the floor and were um, sitting in the House members in the senator's chair. <laughs> Just admitting to everything. <laughs> that Good. Ah, has anyone made we'll a see video you in court. impersonating this person yet? Yeah, we didn't do anything wrong except for this and this. And oh boy, I forgot about that thing over there. That was really fucking stolen. <laughs> I can't believe we uh, stole her gavel. Oh shit, is that a crime? Oh, oh. <laughs> these people have never experienced consequences for anything. Dumber than a sack of hammers. They could never imagine <laughs> facing consequences. They think that they think that Trump is going to pardon them. Mm-hmm. They think uh, like, and there's this other one. There's this. Uh, there was a woman who f- flew a f- flew there on a private plane. Right? She posed with a broken window. She's like a radio host. She bragged about it all online that she was going. She, she talked so, so much shit. And then realized around Friday that this was a big deal and started deleting her post and scrubbing her, her social media and started posting about peace and unity. Oh, my God. If there's a Black Lives Matter hashtag coming from her, we will max the irony meter. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, all these people think they can do that. Like Charlie Kirk, 
um, bragged about sending busloads of people to this rally, and now he's deleting those posts. Uh, ben Shapiro is clearly very worried. Dan Bongino, all these people that blocked me, you know, they're very <laughs> worried. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, I love to see it um, because you should not be able to do the things that they've done. Okay. They yeah. are the ones to blame for a lot of this insanity. These, these extreme. What did they think was going to happen when they raided the Capitol? They didn't think they'd get in trouble. Trump had nine days left. He's gonna he's gonna make some time to pardon you. I, it's These very people, they strange. just don't like, think if ahead. You're, if you're gonna do it, it's very like. What did they think was gonna happen? Yeah, it's just, it doesn't seem very thought through. Yeah. But Trump was hoping that there was gonna be more police and military in his mob. That much is certain. So he was hoping that they would actually finish the job. I'm sure many people have moved on by Tuesday. Uh, at the at the rate that they're spewing out propaganda, I'm like, oh, stop! This isn't such a big deal. They're more mad about like losing followers and censorship, free speech, blah blah blah, than they are about a terrorist attack on the Capitol. <laughs> well, that's the one problem with Twitter banning Trump permanently. Now the Republicans are pivoting to free speech, free speech, blah blah blah, bullshit. Don't go, yeah. don't give in to the bullshit uh, and the gaslighting. This is. Classic abusive behavior. These uh, lunatics are planning to go back to the Capitol, right? Yeah. That's they're going to try again around the yeah. inauguration. So the Washington Monument has been shut down. FBI warned to protest in all 50 state Capitol buildings and in D.C. <sighs> so it's going to be a mess in America for a while. One way, though, this is a way to purge the idiots with regard to COVID because they're going to spread it at all their super spreader events. And then we'll have killed off all the Republican yeah. idiots that are, are treasonous. <laughs> yes. I mean, we've talked to COVID several times on the show, and that does seem to be what Kevin COVID's plan is. Yeah. A plague on all your houses. Yeah. It's, 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 it's amazing, isn't it? How you think about evolution, Matt, and you think about you know, how intelligence weighs in that. And these people are just offing themselves because they're stupid and don't believe in science. Yeah, I'm more worried about it's, the harm that they're going to do to other people. Like I have, I have a no, I former know. friend uh, who, who is a terrible, genuinely terrible person who publicly came out and was like, I should be the one determining what's right for my health. And if I want to go out and not wear a mask, I should be allowed to. And if I am worried about my health, I should stay home. And I'm like, the reason to stay home isn't because you're worried about your health. The reason to stay home is because you're worried about everybody's health. We're trying not to overrun the ERs. Is everybody eventually going to get this? Exactly. Yeah, probably. Like whatever happened to the golden rule? Like, you wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. It's 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 really it should have been heaven. Everybody feeds each other. Uh but no, they couldn't do it because they're fucking assholes. Uh and I agree with you. It's it's absolutely horrible. Well, then you're right. God agrees with how me. Many, how many people they have killed. And it is horrifying and it will take decades, may never be forgotten. I think that hopefully uh everybody gets a vaccine that wants one. And then after that point. They still don't want to take a vaccine. They want to get sick. They want to, you know, now we're talking about, like, good luck with that. Yeah. Enjoy. All right. Well, uh, I hope that the uh, police and the government stop the uh, the army, you know, is prepared next time for these imbeciles and uh, gives them the what for. And 
Everybody else, if you're listening, if you didn't have enough reason to stay home, um, do it some more. Watch some more TV shows like Moses. Moses has been watching TV shows like crazy. Cobra Kai, uh, The Office. He watched all three seasons of Cobra Kai. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Good work. I'm so proud of you. Okay, it's time for our new commandment. shall not commit terrorism and then call for peace and unity because you're afraid of facing the consequences of your crimes. Thou shalt accept what you did. You're reaping what you've sown, assholes. The Lord has spoken. To hear many more exclusive episodes of The God Pod and to help us grow the show, visit patreon.com slash the God Pod and pledge today. Thanks, humans. Where the grapes of wrath are stored, he has loosed the faith.